0: You are listening to the Red Roots Podcast.
1: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Again, we did the same thing last mm-hmm. week. We started, then had to start over. So, Melinda's back.
2: Hello. Good to be back.
1: That was anticlimactic. I feel like Simon's here. I'm still here. here we go one month <laughs> left,
0: and then I'll be away for a few weeks.
1: Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, you will be gone. Enjoying. you'll be gone for a month, right?
0: Yeah, I think four or five podcasts. I think.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. We we're, time we're measuring time <laughs> in podcasts now, and uh, so you'll be going. Where are you tell us about where you're going and stuff?
0: Uh, going back to Santa Cruz for a a month of language study um, in January, ministry gets quieter in January, football comes to an end for the summer break um, and you know other things shut down like the youth clubs down for for the summer break as well so it's a a good time for me to to go back, Um, my organisation are keen for me to to do it as well so um, I'm going to take the opportunity to go do some extra study, um, work on like the more formal Spanish so public speaking kind of thing pronunciation work on those kind of things Uh, because my slang is pretty good (laughs) because I I just spend well I mean every day my ministry is either with kids or with teenagers so I've picked up bad habits along the way and um, you know I can communicate in those settings absolutely fine Um, yeah I can communicate on a football pitch no problem Um, but next year I want to do more public speaking or preaching in church for example or leading meetings and those kind of things Uh, so this gives me a good chance just to go away and really focus purely on Um, improving that area. So that's the plan.
1: So do you feel weird speaking in Spanish when you speak in Spanish? Does it feel weird to you like when you hear yourself talking? Uh,
0: No. So I have like, I have different confidence levels in Spanish. (laughs) When I'm with like the kids at the football and I'm in that setting, I'm I'm absolutely fine. No, not nervous at all. I say whatever. And everything (laughs) just flows. It flows normally. As soon as I'm with English people that speak Spanish, (laughs) it's just like I forget. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> everything that that i've been doing so anytime that like i meet up with uh the latin link people or things like that and i have to speak spanish i just get really really nervous just the fact just that whole idea of it's their second language as well but they're like way better than me at it um and just, yeah i just i don't know what it is my confidence goes right downhill when i'm with english speaking spanish people
1: well they've all been you know they've been here for 10 20 years yeah. so i'm just constantly working on it so of course they're gonna be Further, oh, <laughs> further yeah. long than you are, but you, I, I like sometimes I, I feel like people are judging me too, yeah. like judging my Spanish or whatever. Yeah, and then so I don't know, it's weird. Do so the accent? Do you feel weird like speaking in the accent, like? Uh, I'm trying to think of an example of a word. Like just it's just not how we would say it in English, obviously, because yeah. it's a Spanish word, but do you feel weird imitating Spanish accent if that makes because we're imitating, that's what yeah. exactly what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, is it yeah. weird to you? Yeah, a little bit. A little little bit. Like, I uh, think the the
0: weird thing is for me is when I'm like, when I'm on my own uh-huh. and I'm using both languages, mm-hmm. and so I'll be like, Oh, I really want some pan right now. So <laughs> <laughs> just being like, I just want some bread.
1: Pan and Monte yeah <laughs> Monte- Monte- <laughs> <killer. laughs> That's a uh, bread and butter for uh, you so, advanced yeah. Spanish people there. <laughs> it's actually not Montequilla, so don't go tell, like, <laughs> bragging to your friends. I learned the new Spanish word, Montequilla. Quesadilla. It's pan <laughs> and mantequilla. 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 Mm-hmm. So when I think about it, I can't say stuff. Yeah.
2: I think it's it's weird Mante- for me to, like, I don't know in which accent to say certain Spanish words. So, like, if we're... We're in the United States um, and someone wants to go eat a taco. Do I say tacos? Or do if someone no, wants don't. a quesadilla, do you say quesadilla? Or?
1: No, I think you say. if you Look, if you go to Taco Bell I in things West Virginia, that is not you give me some tacos. Food. Why are you saying tacos at Taco Bell? <laughs> like it's, it's, it's just give me some tacos. <laughs> uh, I would like two tacos. Two.
2: <laughs> but two is an English word.
1: <laughs> but so is, taco is an english word as well now it's become an english word that's what it's called a taco so can i have uh two tacos oh uh, give me a burrito burrito <laughs> they're gonna be like what are you talking about like you know they prefer you say quesadilla quesadilla <laughs> i don't know uh, it's or que- queso
2: it. like you go to a mexican restaurant and you ask for queso do you ask for queso or queso
1: uh, is it a Mexican restaurant with Mexicans working there? Or well, is yeah, it a Tex fair Mec- enough. You speak, yeah. Okay. Yeah, if they speak Spanish, then yeah, you definitely say queso. And then, you know, but if they don't, you say, if you go to a Tex-Mex place, you guys don't have Tex-Mex places. No. You may you have it, you just don't know. Yeah, maybe. It's like American-Mexican type.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we got one. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. Like you get a sombrero. It's, it's your <laughs> birthday. Yeah, that's, it. <laughs> that's, som- been, that's <laughs> it.
1: It's probably literally called Tex-Mex London <laughs> or something. <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> <laughs> like but if you go there and you say oh uh, yeah give me some queso like that's good come on you're just showing off at that point <laughs> like the guy's like look i don't are you saying queso like because i don't know what. so yeah it is confusing though of trying to decide i mean not confusing but it's like when you know how something is said or grande there's one that bothers me grande bothers me grande yeah like i can't <laughs> when people say grande like i can't deal with it like I, it just it grinds my, it irks me to no end. Like when I go to the states and like, can I get a grande meal? Like, uh, well, can
2: they say grande? Yes, like, with a rough. Yes, because
1: gruff. that's just a that that is in that's what the word is, mm-hmm. and that's in a that's with an American accent. But you're saying the right word. Grande is not the word. Like your name is not Melinda.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, we just say it like that. No, that's not your name. Now you can say Melinda. Or you can say Melinda. That's your, both of those are your name. They're acceptable pronunciations, right? Mm-hmm. Depending on where the person is from. Or and see Simon's a little bit different because he his name is literally Simon, but here he's Simon. Obviously, you accept that, but yeah. it's a little bit more extreme, right? Of your of the pronouncing of your name. But I'm just Ramon all the time.
2: oh Ramon.
1: Yeah, that's just. <laughs> but really, that's not my name. You know, mm-hmm. like I answered to, it, but that's not my name. Neither is Ramon. Like it's not. So I get them on all sides. People mispronounce my name. <laughs> there's like ten people in my life that can actually pronounce my name outside of, no, outside of family. There's probably like five people that can actually pronounce my name right. And it is what it is. How do we get to this? How do we? How do we get to this point? Uh, you say uh, good morning. Yes, good morning. <laughs> <laughs> and <we hit> record. <laughs> so today's a holiday here, and it was specifically in Benny. Benny is the basically the equivalent of state that we live in. It is, uh, they're called department here. There's nine departments in Bolivia. Benny is one of them. Today is Benny's uh, birthday or it definitely wouldn't be Independence Day because we are still part of Bolivia. I almost said Independence Day. Um, birthday has, I don't know how, 237 or something like that. That was a very, very <laughs> specific <laughs> wild guess, angry. wasn't it? Uh, but I, I think know. that's what it is. Uh, anyways, so today is Benny's birthday. So everything in Benny is is um it's a it's a holiday right so banks and such are closed and girls are not in school i was going to have them be special guests today but they chose to play with their friend over being on the red roots podcast because they could care less about red roots
2: just wanted to fact check 177 years
1: Uh, i had a one one number (laughs) 177 yeah I, i did see seven that's what i can say i just scrolled past it somewhere this morning 177 years Congratulations, Ben! What do you say? Happy birthday? Happy Good
2: birthday. I mean, yeah,
1: congrats. congratulations. Felicity, <laughs> Felicidades. <laughs> if you're talking like that in a few years, we're just going to send you home. <laughs> <laughs> no, so yeah, 177 years, you said? Yes. So 177 years as a department. So there was obviously heavy partying last night. I don't know if you heard any of that. You did you hear the music? Fireworks, you did? Or the whatever they are you heard the fireworks yeah because i didn't hear any fire did you hear fireworks i
2: didn't hear any partying or fireworks
1: oh yeah i heard music like you know you can hear music all over the place but i didn't hear I'm, i mean you might be used to it though yeah but yeah i heard it i guess because i was actually listening for it too because i knew that people would be partying so was a lot of partying last night all through the night you know wake up to drunkenness today and then um yeah and then do nothing today and hang out and then back to work like nothing happened tomorrow uh speaking of back to work the political situation here I, I don't know if i want to say it's improving but some of the blockades are stopping and um uh to summarize it in a in a quicker way cuz we I mean we talk about this every week but again it's what's happening so um people like people are coming to the realization that the best way whatever your point of view is in the situation is uh through democracy right so there's new elections that are going to be coming up we don't know when yet everybody's kind of in suspense about it, um, but the best way to make your point is by, by voting. And you know, you can the the opposition party, Evan, uh, Evan. That's how we say Evan in English. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a middle-aged white guy now. Like Evan. <laughs> <laughs> so his party, they still have a chance of winning just without him. So they I, they were protesting and saying they weren't going to stop protesting until he's reinstall, reinstalled as the president, and just all this ridiculousness. Anyways, um, somehow I, it came to the realization that the best option, sorry, I'm knocking everything now. Uh, the best option is to get a candidate and vote for said candidate that, I mean, anyways. So it looks like that's what they're kind of going to. The issue is there's, there's several groups involved in it, right? There's, we won't say a left and a right. Cause there's no true right in Bolivia. Honestly, they, the right, well, and you read the articles, the right winger. There are no right wingers here, really. It's left and extreme left, and so we'll say, you know, the 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 left. The is what I'm not going to say that, but anyways, the left. They are groups that we would fit into here. Is the left is like you know, kind of dare I say normal and non uh, dic, like non non-communist thinking. Yeah. And then, um, the, you know, the extreme left. But the difference is, it's like in, on the left, everybody c- kind of came together for a common good. But everybody's not on the exact same page, which is a which is a good thing, I think. Um, but then the extreme left, they all came together for what they perceive as a common good as well. But they're different groups. So on the left, there's different political ideologies and stuff like that, as there should be in any country. On the extreme left, they all support the same person. They all want this dictatorship to continue, but for different reasons. So there are people who are, um evil supporters by conviction. And unfortunately, lack of education plays a big part into that. Um, people just haven't had access, it's nothing to do with intelligence, but lack of education. Um, people have just, they don't fully understand how government works, how economies work and how world economy is set up and stuff like that. And, and some of them have been limited on their access to education, which is a different conversation. Um, for a different day, I guess. Um, and the, But then there's a group also called the Cocoleros. They grow coca and they produce coca. Um, here, I'll say it like this. Did I say this last week? There are four international airports in Bolivia? I don't think so. Okay. There are four international airports in Bolivia. One is in La Paz del Alto. There's like a, two millionish people somewhere around there. Okay. So that makes sense. Santa Cruz, there's a two millionish people, maybe more, I don't know, but million over over a million people. Let's say that in El Alto and in, in Santa Cruz as well. International airport there. Cochabamba, there's a millionish people in the in the Cochabamba area, maybe more now. Um, but again, so it makes sense to have one there. The newest international airport that the president built is in a place called Chimoré You know how many people live in Chimoré? No. Five
0: hundred.
1: No. no, <laughs> <laughs> Three. No. <laughs> the president, his wife, and his kid. No. Um, 4,000 people live in Chimoray, and they have an international airport. Now, for comparison size, Trinidad is a, considered a small city. Trinidad has about 110,000 people living in it. We don't have an international airport. You know why? Because we don't need one. So Chimoray, a town of 4,000 people, in the center of the cocaine, uh, sorry, coca, leave You know, I said it right the first time. Cocaine and coca leaf producing part of the country um, conveniently has an international airport port that does not accept international flights. I mean, I'm sorry, does not accept commercial flights or commercial. They don't do any commercial flying or anything like that. So. You be the judge of what the reasoning is for that. And um, the airport is nicer there than it is in most places in Bolivia as well. So. There's a, there's a lot of stuff going on there. There's a lot of interest there, obviously, um, and c- growing coca, by the way, is, is legal in Bolivia, and it's something that the president has supported for a long time. And um, <clears throat> I don't know what happened. Um, I don't smoke, I promise. My voice is just messing up. Um, but it's something that the president has been a part of and supported for a long time is the production of coca, coca leaves, coca plants in bolivia and so there there are some different interests there so there's that group that they support him and then there's people for conviction that are receiving things from the government or whatever whatever the case may be but they believe that this is the right way for the government that's that's fine in in advance so it complicates things though now is when these these people who they are politically uh supporters of the movement to socialism which is the president the ex-president's party um they say okay well we want to do things democratically yeah we can raise up a new candidate and we can continue on with our fight for whatever they think is justice or whatever. But the cocaletos they don't care. So there these people one one side is saying we want to lift the block the blockades and such and we want to do things democratically. You know, um, as much as we disagree with the other side, we're we're all Bolivians. They kind of come into that a little bit. But then you have the cocaletos who don't care. Don't care about anything. We're going to block because we want Evo back and well, if they Evo have doesn't the weapons come back, too. Yeah. They have- yeah, they have weapons. Um and they've been, you know, I think nine people have been killed this week in in confrontations. Um, I, so I forget what we talked about in the past weeks, so and I don't want to repeat a bunch. So that's why I probably leave out a lot of facts today. But um, it, it, it's it's literally if real people like, it feels like we're living in that Netflix series, like or HBO or Hulu. To be fair, right, or YouTube or all the options now. Disney Plus is new. Shout out to Disney Plus. We can't get it until two thousand twenty. But um, anyways, but it feels like. Like we're living in the midst of that type of thing, you know, because there's just so many different it's crazy. Yeah, so these people have guns and they they confronted the police and the military. Um, nine people were killed. There's a lot of mystery between behind those nine deaths. There's a lot of uh, doubt. Unf- uh, and I'm not saying any Where facts.
2: Where 24 but, come from, because I saw 24 people were killed.
1: Uh, I think that's total. You saw it today, right? Yeah. Yeah. So 24 people have been killed since it began. OK.
2: Yeah,
1: which is 24. 20- five people too many. Like, no one should die. And, is, Anyways. So, that's where it is now. And, I mean, there's uh, tons of people that were in, have been injured and such um, since this began. And, uh, anyways, I don't know. That's where it is. And there's so many different underlying storylines and uh, other things. Like, they've found um, a person from, from from I don't know if it's in English, The, the Fark or Fark. <laughs> the Fark, that sounds weird. A person from Fark which is basically a guerrilla organization started in Colombia back in, I don't know when, 60, 70, something like that, maybe. Um, came in, they he, he actually got shot in one of the confrontations. They found that they got his ID and stuff, and they identified him as a person from that organization. They've caught Venezuelans coming in. Um, Venezuela, the the president of Venezuela, who's also a absolute dictator, is best friends and a huge supporter of Evo Morales, who is a dictator here, or was a dictator here, who ran to Mexico. Um, so, different people have been caught at the border here. Adam, did you see the planes yesterday? Yeah. There were planes. So, there were, like, military planes flying around. They were flying low. But what it was is because we live in the northern part of Bolivia, this is where they come in. And it's a, the place called Guayara Marin. It's a city at, at the border. And so, they, they're they monitoring to see, to make sure that people aren't crossing in illegally and stuff. Because these people came in with guns and with combat attire and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, then there's also, they've expelled all um, all Cubans that have worked with or uh, through the Cuban government. So basically all, essentially, embassy workers, I believe, like all the medical program, all these Cuban workers have been expelled because they've caught some Cuban workers as well out uh, handing out money to people. Like one guy had the equivalent of $100,000 in his backpack. And kind of dumb. He's like a tall, dark-skinned black guy in the middle of El Alto. So he sticks out like a thumb. I mean, like a sore thumb, not like a thumb. Thumb does stick out, though, doesn't it? It does. It looks (laughs) a little different. Anyways. It literally sticks out, but <laughs> but he, you know he's a tar, tall, dark, skin, bald, black guy in the middle of El Alto with the backpack. You so just wait.
2: explained yourself.
1: <laughs> oh wait, I am bald. I'm not that dark. I'm not. He's darker than me though. Okay. All right, but I'm not in El Alto. <laughs> it was me. They caught me. But they busted him and they got it. You know he he actually was here. You know through the Cuban government and stuff. And so they busted several people and it's it's been really sticky. And obviously has affected international relationships. Um, The new interim president or transitional president, whatever you want to call it, has um, basically de-recognized Nicolas Maduro as the president of Venezuela and has recognized the opposition. And it's just a bunch of different stuff like that. So it is very interesting. And there's a lot of... uh, a lot of details and a lot of mystery of what's happening, and there's plants like people are planting uh, information and ideas this side, and it's it's nasty, and it's probably not going to get better. But yeah. supposedly they're going to announce announce elections soon, and hopefully, um, we won't get any clown candidates just to split votes away, right? Like we did last time. Um, so, because you know the the mosque, the movement of socialism is going to present their candidate as well. So. I mean, they'll have support, right? They have at least thirty, thirty, thirty-five percent right now, mm-hmm. and so people need to really come together and vote for who are, get a good candidate first of all, and vote for the other candidate. Um, forget all these like economic plans and debates; none of that really happens here. Like people don't even really fully know what <laughs> the person is going to do. They mention a few things. And like that's kind of it. You just vote for... Yeah, ca- campaigns here are just, well, I'm not that person. Yeah, yeah. That, that's <laughs> yeah. Everyone's slogan is just, yeah. well, I'm not them. Mm-hmm. The, like So <laughs> there was the referendum back in 2016, I think it was, for, t- for Evo trying to see if he could run again. Well, the the no won. And so the, it became this big campaign after that saying Bolivia dijo no. And so it was like Bolivia said no. We said no. And there was literally a, a, a political party called Bolivia said no. Like the <laughs> whole campaign was based off of like... Which you know he didn't he didn't do great obviously but you know the idea was there the spirit was there so there will be more tension who regards who wins mm-hmm. I think it's gonna explode again not not to this extreme hopefully but there will be more protests mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that well
2: I think what what's interesting is that for years Bolivians have lived under a certain uh, level of oppression right but no one's ever they've never really risen up to this kind of anger frustration. Um, or desperation, I think, um, that it has the potential to get ugly because people are now going to live without their commodities, without, mm-hmm. without the, the, the eggs that they need every day for breakfast or, or the gas to get to take their kids to school. You know, like the lines are crazy. I was out yesterday. It was ridiculous. Um, people waiting in line just to get gas and, and we're running out. And so I think like it has a potential to, to get, Worse, prayfully yeah. it doesn't, but um, because because people will, will most likely start panicking because they don't know what, what to do.
1: Yeah. You know? Well, I, mean, I think we saw the panic at the gas pumps yesterday. or the day before yesterday, yesterday, whenever it was. Like, they were lined up like, it was insane how far back people were lined up. Was that mm-hmm. with you? Yeah, Saturday we, morning. Yeah, yeah. Saturday, it was Saturday morning. That's right. I mean, it, it was like, mm. it was ridiculous. Like, I thought a parade or something was happening like because it was yeah. it wasn't even close to the gas station mm-hmm. when the line started and then you kind of follow it and it pours it and it's like oh man this is ridiculous
0: it's because there, there was like a news story went out over Facebook that Trinidad has five days left mm-hmm. of gas yeah and so that's so far was just heading out panicking and things
1: that's mm-hmm. why I haven't been driving the car much because yeah. just to let it keep the gas I don't know where I'm going to go with all the blockades and such it's, save this gas so we can sit on it and I don't know but Good to have. I don't think there's any gasoline right now. Um, I I think I have, like, probably a liter and a half, two liters in my motorcycle, and then the rest is, I have a bunch in my car. But, so, that's where we are. Welcome to missions, I guess. Fun times. You know, the hardest thing I think I've ever done in my life, as far as work, is is try to lead people spiritually through this. Because it's hard, because... We are dual citizens right we we are citizens of the kingdom representatives of the kingdom but we live here on earth and so it's just it I, i've never lived through anything like this I don't, and none, almost none of us here have. and so like not just us but like even believe you know so it's how do you it's it, like trying to guide people to exercise your freedom of speech and speak up for injustices and against injustices i'm a full believer in that um we can't let any government or any, any organization be oppressed. You can't do that. Let them oppress people, take over, and we have the vulnerable silence is ridiculous and unacceptable, honestly. However, do that in love and, un, and do that in understanding that your hope is not in the situation, but your hope is in Jesus. But by all means, speak up for yourself, but for the vulnerable people of Bolivia as well, while keeping Jesus at the center. It's just a very hard, I mean, I guess it's easy to say, but. It's a very hard thing because you, you you talk to different people in our congregation and you see them kind of walking the line of different. They don't know like what, like one guy was I'm gonna say his name. One guy was with his job. He works for, anyways. Uh, they were blocking. They were blockading with his job. You can disagree with the whatever, but it was a requirement from his job. Another conversation, another day. Um, somebody sped through the blockade, or I'm sorry. So what they do when they blockade, they set out trees and tires and stuff like that and ropes or whatever. And they'll set fire in the middle of it, especially here, just to kind of light a fire in the middle, like a like a bonfire in the middle of the road, basically. Just kind of letting you know, like there's a blockade here, you know, don't come through or whatever. It's not a dangerous fire. It's a it's just a fire, like a bonfire. Some guy pulls up in his car, jumps out, throws gasoline on the fire. Not sure what he, I don't, yeah, I don't. and he hopped back in his car and then sped through the blockade and almost wrecked. Well, when his car stopped, when he almost wrecked. The people that are blockading him ran up on his car and they beat. They just beat the tar out of his car, busted all his windows out, and like, but you know, they the guy got out. They were about to beat him up. The police just happened to be there, and um, not to get the people, they grabbed the guy because it was dangerous. They said he hit people, but I'm not sure if that's true. But he did. It was dangerous what he did, and it was ridiculous. And so the police grabbed him, popped him in the head a couple times because that's the way it works, and um, took him away. Well, the people continued beating on his car. Eventually, flipped it over. And it on fire and burned it up now there's a guy from our church that's there in the middle of this and I just asked him I was like man did you burn that car <laughs> it's said that I even have to ask he's like no no I didn't burn it I didn't burn it he's like honestly I was trying to tell people to stop I was like yeah right <laughs> he's just trying to tell people to stop but he's like man they're not listening to me and it's funny because there's videos of the you know every everything's on video now so there's videos of it and if you pay attention you can see him in the video and you can hear his voice (laughs) because it's a very unique voice and a booming voice and so you can hear his voice and you can see him in the video and i told him i didn't see you burning on the video i said good don't burn stuff up or whatever you know we're talking but you don't want to discourage like hey be quiet and go in your prayer closet Mm -hmm. and don't say anything by all means start in your prayer closet and finish in your prayer closet but what is the holy spirit moving you to do and what is it, biblically like Nehemiah didn't just sit around and pray for the walls we built. Mm-hmm. He definitely prayed and he saw it, he saw a need and he then he reacted based on that need. And I think and it, it was justice, right? Like it's a it's a justice issue. We don't get so caught up in earthly justice that we don't that we lose hope in, in Jesus and, the, you know, the, our eternal hope. But at the same time, it's how you know, his king, his kingdom is coming. We reflect his kingdom and that we're citizens of his kingdom is that we care about even the most the smallest things that are important to us, you know. Mm-hmm. It's been very, very hard for me and this. I'm not saying that. It sounds like I'm saying it for sympathy. But it's been, it's been very compl- complex for me and challenging, I guess, and definitely a growing experience of how to lead people through something like this. It's hard enough leading people, you know, through a peaceful time when everything's great. It's still hard to lead people because of people. But, like, now leading people spiritually in in a time where there's a very fine line of what's what are you doing in you and what are you doing in Jesus is, is, is tough. Because, like, there's another girl that she goes out and protests everything and she's, you know, she's wrapped up in it and not necessarily in a bad way, but you know, she's very involved. I should say it that way. And, um, you know, I was talking to her a week or two, ago, a week or so ago, and we were just talking and she's talking about the president and she can't, the ex-president, and she can't stand him. And I was like, you know, just one thing to remember is make sure you're praying for him because he acts like this because he's lost. He doesn't know Jesus. The only hope he has is here on earth. And that's very limited hope. So he's grabbing all the power he can to make all he can out of his life here because that's it for him. He That's all he knows is this This is it for him. Mm-hmm. I was like, so now do we say, oh, that's okay, come back and be pr-. No, we don't say that. But we do, do pray for his soul. We pray that he can have a radical encounter with Jesus and make sure to quench some of that hate and anger that you have towards him, not cutting your actions, protesting him or whatever, definitely do that because it needs to be done. He's a dictator. Um, but to quench the hate that's inside of you and that grows as a normal reaction to you know what he's done or what he represents or whatever make sure that you're praying for him on a daily basis you know it's a very tough thing to tell someone because it's very easy to say all right nobody go in the streets we want y'all to just pray all these weeks and whatever and it's very easy for us to say you know because we don't really go through stuff like this you know but at the same time you don't say all right go burn stuff and then pray like that's not it either there's a very fine balance in between the two so i don't know, it's tough
2: it is tough especially when you don't know when the protest can go wrong you know like yeah. when the guy threw gas on the fire somebody could have died our know, church member or anybody could have died you know but, but we're, we're out there saying absolutely go ahead and you know you, you do have to be very careful what you say um, because you don't want to be <laughs> not necessarily held responsible but be the reason why somebody's life was yeah at risk and but- also because we have people who are I think like in every church um they they put, vote differently. You know, mm-hmm. they have different uh, political beliefs. And so, you know, you, it's hard. To, you have to be very careful what you say because you can't call Evo a dictator because then this church member is going to get offended. And
1: yeah, yeah, know. I don't say that from the pulpit. I just say that on the podcast. Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. But I'm saying I, I can see how it is difficult to to have to watch everything what you say and the attitude in yeah. which you say it and how you present it and how you tie it all back to the gospel too
1: It's tough like it's just it's just flat out tough and yeah You're right cuz he does have some we have we have supporters in our church um people that you know support him or whatever or not not support him I think in his bad stuff but they you know just like him as a president and his policies or whatever which is you're entitled to to like that you know and um and but I think in our doing of justice we can't be absent of wisdom and like that's mm-hmm. a good point you made about uh it being dangerous and stuff um because it's gotten dangerous several times and like sometimes it really is better to stay in the house you know mm-hmm. like to not be mixed up in the middle of the junk but there are other ways you can be active and vocal about stuff it's, it's, it's just tough man there's just no easy answer to it you know
2: is twitter one way we should be vocal <laughs> twitter does
1: uh, mean that <laughs> I mean, you know, I think I don't know, man. Because you have an audience, right? You you can tweet stuff, but like I think, but like if you're just arguing with people, like me, like you, (laughs) yeah, like if it, it I mean, it makes sense. But like at the end of the day, like where is this taking me? Is Mm is is Jesus being glorified? Is justice being done? Or is anyone vulnerable being helped by me proving what I perceive as an idiot to learn something from what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like you know. No, because that quote unquote idiot is an image bearer as well. And that idiot is saying stuff that would seem idiotic because they're hopeless. So there really is no idiot in this. It's just people that don't really understand who Jesus is. And so
2: it's uh, a good perspective.
1: Yeah, it's easier to say. I know I know all the right things to say. That's not the issue. That is not that's never been and probably never will be the oh, issue. Man. It's doing it. Like I tell Simon all the time, like <laughs> all right I'm gonna give you some advice that I don't follow <laughs> like, yeah, like, all right, I'm gonna tell you to do this I don't do it never have but it's the right thing yeah to but do it's it. the right thing to do like that's not the yeah knowing what the right thing to say is not the issue it's it's actually do, doing it that's the hard part right mm-hmm. so I don't know tough times let's talk about something funny now Simon last time did you listen to last week's podcast no I'm sorry oh goodness you're not even a fan you're just here for the stage <laughs> For the, See for the lights, right? We talked about oh the cat. We gave an update on the cats last week. I said let's talk about something. All right. I said let's talk about something fun or whatever, or something light. And someone say, Oh, what about the cats? And they're all dead except for one. And mm-hmm. so it wasn't a fun update either.
2: The only one that we are not in charge of taking care of, so Yeah. I wonder well, what the common denominator is. Um,
1: <laughs> a family that hates cats plus a dog that hates cats. <laughs> I think I talked about kind of flipping it up in the air and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. Um, well, ministerially, everything going good. Wrapping up the end of the year. Oh, we got mm-hmm. some cool stuff coming up, huh? This yep. year with the, uh, we have a, uh, so we're doing an, I can't say the word even, Advent, Advent series um, starting this Sunday at church. And that's going to go up until, what is it, seven days, the 15th. And then on the 22nd, we're doing like a community festival fair party type thing and um you know we have some like kind of free food and some games you can win some prizes and stuff like that and, and our church has been a church for almost 15 years and there are people that live on the same street that don't know we exist And just for me that's just not it's not okay you know and um so this year start starting this year not just this year we want to have a bigger presence in the community and what better time to, to launch than kick that off other than Christmas? We're going to have uh, free family pictures, right? We said we're going to yes. do that free family pictures for the people in the community. What, what else is it going to be? I'm, you get more involved. Well, over.
2: um, Simon and Rudy are planning the, the fair, the games and I'm planning the activities. So I'm getting some quotes right now on, um, a, a trampoline, um, uh, inflatable mm. um, I spoke to uh, our, gardeners, our gardener whose father owns horses and they take their horses to different really? fairs and stuff so I'm going to get a quote on what it will cost for him just to bring a horse or two
1: wait is that the same horses that come and eat all my stuff in the backyard he's got different horses punching smaller. it straight in the face <laughs> as soon as they come straight in the face those are his dad's thing.
2: horses he said the ones that he takes
1: to events the ones that come and eat all the stuff are his dad's horses yes oh he owes me bro. This is free. This is absolutely free. Bring I them believe because w- he's always like they're my horses anyways. They're in my yard all the daggone time. They're mine. I've been taking care of them. I'm not even asking. I'm just taking them to the fair. Like
2: that. No, but his grandfather has tamed horses, oh, okay. uh, and so it's those tamed well, horses that going to bring <laughs> all the destruction <laughs> he's to the fair. Hopefully, that's the idea. Um, I'm looking to get in some face painting. Um, so, I mean, again, we're quoting all of this, and then Simon and Rudy are planning the fun games.
1: I can paint faces, seriously. Like, but it's, it's all one color: <laughs> but like, it's the red face, black face, white face, yellow face. <laughs> purple face whatever <laughs> like just people walking around looking like cheap power rangers <laughs> <laughs> like oh what oh, happened man. we went to the church <laughs> I wanted a lion but uh... yeah, yeah.
0: I wanted a lion well
2: it's gonna end up looking all smeared anyway because of the heat they'll be running around sweating no oh, it's good it's
1: so good no it's good no no it's gonna be a good time man I think I'm excited about it I think it's a good time for us to just like be able to love in our community and be able to talk to people and connect with people you know at an event and just pour into the people that are here you know yeah it's 15 years in the making we got us we got a sign where we're getting we
2: we have part of a sign getting the rest of it made
1: yeah it's being made right now hmm. so it should be ready this week the sign for our church so we should have a sign by next Sunday Yay. again 15 years and our church has not had a sign That is exciting so yeah there's that um yeah so we get cool stuff coming up I'm I, I'm going to try to Take a break. So hopefully this will be my last Sunday preaching for the rest of the year. Um, this coming, what is this, it's November 28th or something like that, whatever it is. And then hopefully that will be my last one for the rest of the year. And from there, uh, in December, I'll Rudy, his dad, and uh, maybe Carlos will preach the last few. And then we'll do that. Oh, wait, there's one more in on December 29th, huh? Anyways, we'll do that fair or whatever and then on the 22nd. And then Christmas stuff, Christmas week. But I'll take, I want to take that time to focus on the garden, the community garden, getting back on that project that we started so, so long ago. Mm. It's Working hard, boy. That's how to take one day off. That's all it takes. That's how the enemy gets you. <laughs> take one day off and it turns into six months. <laughs> and uh, so i we get that back going. I, there's a ton of work I gotta do. I was telling you this morning, there's a ton of work I gotta do back there. So hopefully be able to take the rest of, um, or a lot of, not November, this is November, so it's December to work on that. In advance in that area, and then, um, also get some stuff written, man get some uh curriculum or what are they what are they call uh courses and stuff written for next year, and just get some uh get all of our 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 uh, what we believe documents and stuff in order by the beginning of next year. We want to do vision Sunday, hopefully the first Sunday of next year, so we can kind of launch of who we want to be in the context of what we've been talking about and want to love our community and whatever and but also want to have all these documents accessible to everybody. Mm-hmm. Want to have uh if possible the the invitations to be able, like all these things that you can have. These are all we this is who we want to be this year. We're going to take another step into not being a bigger, cooler church but a more effective church because you you can be effective with 3 people. So you can mm-hmm. definitely be effective with 50, 60 people, whatever, you know. So that's what I'm going to be working on the rest of the year. All right.
2: Sounds good. That's a lot of stuff.
1: I mean, I was throwing it up like so you guys could say what you're gonna be working on the rest of the year.
2: Oh, well, well, I would be. I'm gonna be.
1: Simon said already he's gonna be studying Spanish. Yep. Yeah,
2: I'm gonna be focused on um, just finishing off the events. We have the the appreciation um, volunteer, oh, yeah, not right. volunteer worker appreciation at the f- uh, foundation, yeah. mm-hmm. the hospital. So um, I'm gonna be working with. Um, the president's wife, Ruth, who is our neighbor, um, to get some um, gift baskets together for them and just show them that isn't on behalf of the church. correct? Yes.
1: So okay. let me just. Let me Go co- ahead. So one thing we want to do, what she's talking about, there's a hospital that we're in right now. My office is on the second floor of that. And um, one thing we want to start doing as a church is, is celebrating and connecting with people who are doing good in the community. And so the hospital is one. It is a Christian organization. They're doing great things in the community, have been doing so for 20 years or something like that. I don't know. And um, so we want to just support them and celebrate their workers. Um, They've had a a rough time lately. And so we just want to celebrate the workers, let them know that they're seen and appreciated and that we really do appreciate them investing in our community and um, because we're part of it, too. And um, also thank them for letting us use the building and ju- you know, just really celebrating them for the work that they've done in the community over the years and, and stuff and kind of encouraging them to go forward. And so that's why we wanna do the, the baskets, the Christmas baskets for the workers. Mm-hmm. And so uh, also do the same thing. There's a local school here in the community that most of the kids in the, in the neighborhood go to that school. So we've already gone actually, we took some muffins and stuff to the teachers and just wanna connect with them and celebrate them and tell them thank you for their hard work. An effort of what they've done, what they've done, and what they're doing in the lives of our kids—they're raising the next generation in our community. Mm-hmm. So, um, regardless of whether they're doing a great job now or not, we want to encourage them to do a great job and recognize the work that they have done already. Because it's a hard job—you're underpaid and you're overworked. The expectations are sky high. It's a lot of pressure too. You know, you, you're raising the next generation, so just kind of want to encourage them to, you know, go forward and run with it, and, and just refocus on what what they exist for, what the, you know, what the school exists for, and what their job is and whatever. And so just kind of celebrate them and, and push them, move them along. Want to take them something the next couple of weeks before school is up as well. So those are some things that's what Melinda's referring to when she talks about the hospital taking this. Those are some things that our church wants to do um, regularly. Now Is celebrate people in the community doing good. So yeah, sorry.
2: No, that's fine. Um, yeah. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> just and preparing for next year, kind of get a uh, better focus on, Some of the things that I started doing, we started doing this year, like the vocal courses and the vocal classes and the worship help, but kind of just making it a little, a lot more organized. Whereas, you know, if, if this is part of, if you're going to take the course and week one is going to look like this and week two, and these are the goals. Mm -hmm. And because up until this point, it's just been like, let me evaluate what level you're on, what help you, what kind of help you need. And then I'll kind of customize something specific for you. But I've just seen that as weeks go by and then like, um, uh, birthday parties happen. So they cancel the classes and then protests, and it cancel the class. Like a month goes by two months goes by and you realize you're not achieving anything. You're not reaching any goals. And so it kind of gets discouraging. So, so just, um, just being a little bit more focused with the, the targeting goals for, for those classes and courses. And, um, so that, when I look back, I say, I can say this was effective, this is what we were able to do and this is the change that happened, you know, instead of just saying, "Well, a couple months went by, I hope they learned something, you know, so that it seems worthwhile and there's some impact there.
1: Yeah. For sure. Anything you want to add onto your... Nope. (laughs) He shakes his head, so it makes it like... (laughs) (laughs) They (laughs) can hear that, can't they? Yeah, absolutely. The wind coming off is (laughs) how fast you're shaking it to the... (laughs) <laughs> so you're le- when are you leaving the other date you're leaving did you uh, say 23rd already? december 23rd? 23rd so the day after mm. the yeah. yeah that was planned right yeah good good man thanks yeah simon's great
2: and does it, it looks like you can travel i mean are you going to be able to travel with the political situation yeah. it should
1: be fun yeah, yeah here to santa cruz i think you should be good okay yeah and i mean yeah it should be good so we'll see so good good times ahead Good times are It's going to be a good month. Hopefully productive and so on and so forth. So, yeah, I think that's all we have for today. You good? Yeah. Yep. It's always awkward to end it, right? Like, it's not a TV episode. Like, DJ gets a cat back from the tree and learns a lesson on, like, those full house episodes you watch with the girls
2: yeah they have their final season coming out soon
1: oh good oh thank god final season yeah that final season should have been 20 years ago that show should never return speaking of final whatever the girls are finishing up school now too
2: yeah, so they're gonna have two dan- dances this week. Yeah, Are you excited dances, about going?
1: By dances you mean music with a bunch of kids looking at each other and just taking <laughs> steps in awkward directions, even though they've spent the last three months yeah. rehearsing yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> Still No one knows it. Exactly. No one knows it. Yeah, yeah, it should be fun. They, Jolie gets excited and pumped up about these things. <laughs> She's like, you know, she makes sure that you know we come to see her dance. And one time Melinda went, and there was like no other parents there, right? It was yeah, like, yeah, it was just like, a couple. <laughs> It wasn't necessarily a parent thing. It was a school thing, but Jolie, is like, come see my dance, you know. So, yeah, they're coming into the, the school year, November 30th, I think is their last day. So, yep. thank God for that. I don't know why I didn't, I've said it before, but I don't, I wish they would stay home all the time. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, it's coming up, a lot of end of the year stuff, so should be good times. Please keep us in your prayer um, mm-hmm. as we wrap this year up, um, personally, but also, you know, ministry wise and whatever, but more importantly... Just keep believing in your prayers. Um, just this hard time in transition. That overall, that that Jesus be magnified, and that people mm-hmm. that he, and not just magnified but glorified, that people would give their lives to him. Why are you laughing, Simon? I'm saying like this serious. <laughs> yeah, look, he's laughing. Uh, just think, I'm just thinking. i just thinking about the school dances to be on this video.
0: <laughs> I just can't get out of you we were invited to go <laughs> but no, like. I, I, we have
2: to take you it's too late you're already
0: I'll be there can't yeah. be in yeah. but it, no it's just because I, I see the kids can I you see ca- kids on the you know the school yeah. across the road from the park I see them rehearsing all the time and it's always the same music and
1: the same dance so you gonna go huh you can pass as me hopefully yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll take your place oh yeah you're Good the fun. kids pastor guy anyway you should go to all these things yeah I should show my face yeah support yes um yeah It should <laughs> All right. Well, keep us in your prayers. We thank you. We we really appreciate you guys. Um we need it. Bolivia needs it and like I said before Simon start laughing in the middle of my no. Uh no, just keep praying that, God, that that Jesus be glorified in the midst of all this and at the end that um yeah, that that people will have a hope and an understanding of that we have the hope of nations inside of us. So yeah, so thank you. Uh, we love you all. Appreciate your support. Thanks for listening. Have a great week and provecho. Nope. 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 <laughs> provecho. <laughs>